Hey, how's everyone doing? Welcome back, Raging Bullshitter. What are we on, episode three? I don't know. Pretty much like the rest of my life, this is completely unorganized and just kind of flying by the seat of my pants. I hope all of you are holding up well during this quarantine. A lot of us are starting to crack a little. I mean, we're fine. We're fine up where we're at, but I'm saying in general, you know how it is. You love your family, but just, I just need some time. No one's doing anything in particularly bad. It's just, you know, you need some space. I'm going to go for a walk by myself. I think everyone should do that for like at least a half hour. You guys get it. It's going good though. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's staying out of public. We're having fun and skateboarding a lot around the neighborhood. I don't know what you guys are up to. Trying to create content for social media just kidding i haven't been doing shit i've been going near social media except to broadcast this fucking podcast because everything i see on social media is negative or full of shit or conspiracies to scare people or fucking people pissed off about one thing or pointing the fingers at another it's like man you motherfuckers have a chill button just relax. Think of something fun or decent. Share something cooler. Hey, I watched this old movie today. What do you guys think? A lot of you are doing that. I got to give you that. It's just, I guess, some of the, the demograph I follow are fucking degenerate fucking idiots. And I'm not going to go into it. But <laughs> you guys know there's tons of people on social media that aren't my friends in real life. Like, we don't hang out. We don't know much about each other. But we're associates, and it's cool. I'm trying to be cool with everyone. I have no beefs with anyone. So I follow them, and they follow me. And then I find out that they're obnoxious, and they, you know, not in the way that I'm obnoxious. I'm obnoxious because I do comedy. Every comedian's obnoxious, and people don't like them or they like them. I get that. I'm saying obnoxious where they think they know everything, and they're going... Look at these fucking idiots doing this over here and fuck this person and you're an idiot if you think this way and here's what's really going on with this pandemic. It's all lies. You're all being lied like that kind of shit. Just all of you shut the fuck up. No one wants to hear your shit. No one asked to hear it. All right. And it's great. We can block you or hide you, which I've done to tons of you. So it's fine with me. Right? I'm sure lots of people have done that to me. I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing it for... I'm not trying to like get everyone to like me, right? That's a that's a lesson in life we've learned. Hold on. I'm gonna, my kids are pissing me off. They're in the background yelling. They have no respect. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, now they ran to the other side of the house. Um, but anyway, you get it. There's, there's just social media is toxic. Stay the fuck off of that. You know, just, just see when my podcasts are on. You can hear me complain about life in general. Um, so moving along, so yeah, anyway, I just want to make sure you guys are holding down the fort and you, you're, you're, everything's going good. I mean, we're fine up here. I just, yeah, I don't know about a lot of you, but my mental state is actually starting to crumble. Like I'm starting to get that sinking hollow feeling that I don't know if this is going to be better or good again, you know, like, I, I mean, I think things will be fine, but I'm not sure. And I don't know that life will be the same as it was. You know, there's just a lot of questions and this is, this is fucking weird, man. It's a pandemic. This, we know, no one's lived through this shit. I feel bad for my kids, dude. They lived through the fucking Thomas fire, which was like the apocalypse. Now we have this shit going on. They're like 15 and seven. They don't, I mean, they're not, paying too much attention, but this is just, it's hard for them. You know, we didn't go, I didn't go through this shit as a kid. Nothing close to this. What the gas crisis in the seventies. I don't remember anything about that. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so I just worry about everyone's mental state because I'm starting to wear it a little, you know, starting to feel it. So today's Saturday morning and there's there's usually that unique feeling of the weekend coming in or you kind of get excited. Just things are just laid back that you can go out. People are just generally happy and in good moods on weekends. And I don't know, it's a Saturday morning. I couldn't honestly tell you. I didn't know which end was up. I it This felt like a fucking Tuesday morning. It was just glum and fucking kind of drab and just weird it's quiet no one's there's that vibe of saturday morning the weekend is here time to kind of take a load off a little bit it's not here we've had i've been taking a load off for two weeks and it's kind of getting old but i don't know everything in moderation and it's hard to do that when you're on lockdown they're saying this could go another six to eight weeks um so get creative, have fun, but um, I really hope you're all doing good. That's why, hey, let's get to it right now. Free pizzas, you guys, you heard that on the on the on my advertisements, right? Free pizzas. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. I make, uh, fortunately, I worked uh, at Pizza Place for off and on for years and was able to take their recipe for their dough and it's really good stuff. I make it from scratch up here in the kitchen and then... Uh, and I make the sauce from scratch. Everything's from scratch. I cook it on a pizza stone in the oven. It, they, they come out really good. I'm not just trying to pump myself up. But I'll feed you. You just got to get my my movie quotes right. I'm going to do one pretty soon here. I'm going to do another random one in the middle of this shit. And one at the end. And then you guys, you hear them, direct message me on Facebook, Instagram. And tell me which movies they're from. And if you get two out of three right, those people, I'm going to put your names in a hat. And then tomorrow night, I'm going to draw those fucking names. I'm going to do two of them. Instead of one person getting two pies, I'm going to do two people. You can get free large pizza. But you got to inconvenience yourself a little bit and drive up to my place. We'll set that up upon your winnings. And you can pick it up tomorrow evening or Monday evening. And um, don't worry. I got pizza boxes here and I wear gloves. I'll run it out to you. It'll be cool. But you can take it home, eat it for yourself, keep it, feed your family, do whatever. Um... So we'll get to that here soon, but that's what my only way I can think to kind of help and get you guys to tune into my shitty podcast. <laughs> so hopefully you do that. Um, we'll get going with one here pretty shortly. And remember, they may just pop up at any point and I'll just blurt them out. All right. And then you got to tell me exactly what they're from. I can see it all now. It's going to be like last summer. You fell in love with the girl at the photo mat. You spent $40 with a fucking film and you never even talked to her. You don't even own a camera. There you go. That's the first movie quote I'm dropping tonight. Figure it out. Where's it from? What movie? That's all I want. What movie is it from? Um, yeah. Moving on. All right. So I'll drop one like that. You hear that little chime or whatever that came in at the beginning there? Uh, that's when you'll know there's going to be a movie quote dropping and then you can figure out where it's from and, uh, send me a DM before noon tomorrow. Let's extend that till fucking, let's extend that till 3 PM. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Great. That's what happens when you're unorganized. You always got to have plan B and C and all that complicated shit that I'm no good at. I don't even have a plan A. Hmm. Hear that? There we go. Ice cubes clanking. It's time for that afternoon drink. It's 5.45. Been out twice walking the neighborhood skateboarding. You know, got shit done. So now it's time for the day cap. Um, so, uh, uh, you got the movie quote. 
Now we're going to get into some shit. Um, you know what I really want to talk about? You know what I hate? I don't know if most of you... I'm 43. I turned 43 last October. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but getting old fucking sucks. I mean, that's not very profound. I'm not saying anything you didn't know already, but like... It, it's no joke, man. They like the shit that happens is just so different. Like everything changes in a little bit. You know what I mean? It's the little things you notice. Like, I don't know. For instance, I'm older now. Suddenly, suddenly my balls are bigger than my cock. Any of you guys have that problem? I swear to God, in the last few years, they've really elongated and stretched. And I'm just like, on any given day, <clears throat> if I have to take a piss early in the morning, I got this crunch, shriveled little penis that's like welded to this giant sack of balls that's hanging unevenly down. Like they're always in the way. I understand what women with large breasts when they get older and they start sagging and they complain. God, I hate these fucking things. I get it. I got the same problem with my balls. That's what happens when you get old. Everything starts sagging. Kids don't want to hang out with you anymore. Sex is fuck i don't know sex are like sex is like dreams at this age you know what i mean like fuck i rarely have them and when it does happen i don't remember it that well <laughs> does that make sense not not because i don't want to it's just you're old now everything's different uh sleep takes precedent over having a good time sleep is a great time at this age 43 around 40 i've always liked sleep but Especially that I'm older. That's all I look forward to now. Oh, let's have some drinks, get the kids to bed, and we'll watch a movie, and then let's, you know, let's mess around in the bedroom maybe later. Shit, are you kidding me? By like fucking 8.30, I'm on the fucking, the recliner trying to keep my eyes open. Like, I swear to God, right after we eat and everyone settles down, I'm sitting there getting my robe on, getting snuggly. I just develop narcolepsy. It's just like, forget it. What plans did we have? I don't even remember. I'm trying to keep my eyelids from sinking. It's a disaster. I feel bad. I just don't have the energy to do shit anymore. You know what I mean? Sex is always weird too, right? Something you really like. I don't know. I think like as I've gotten older, there's little things that take precedent like eating and sex or eating and masturbating were two things I used to thoroughly enjoy and look forward to in life. You know, they were pleasurable. They were, they were a release. You look forward to a big meal that you've always liked when you're starving. You know it's going to feel comforting. You'll be, you just, you, you love it, right? That's what food does. Same with masturbating. You'd be like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go home, jerk off, fucking go to sleep. Be great. Go home, smoke a bowl, jerk off, take a nap. It was always part of the routine, but that's not really the case anymore. Now I'm finding that I'm just eating to maintain, just to get by. You have to eat in order to function. You need the protein for your brain. You need the carbs for your body to have some sort of energy. It's fucking, it's not like I wake up and go, oh, you know what sounds great right now? I would really love some chicken fried steak and eggs. And then I take the time and make it or I go out and get it and eat it. Fuck no, I don't have time for that. I'm too stressed out to enjoy shit anymore. You know what I mean? It's more like... All right, what kind of yogurt or soft shit like a fucking yogurt or uh, an oatmeal or a bowl of Cheerios that I can just kind of gum down and get into my system so I have energy. I'm not even looking to enjoy it. You know what I mean? You just need energy to get your day going. I got to eat something. It's It's gone from, fuck, I can't wait to eat breakfast to, fuck, I don't know, just get something in you so you don't fucking faint or get see, start seeing spots when you're out in public. 
That's kind of how it goes now. Same with masturbating. It's like, oh yeah, sounds good. I think I'll go have a release, relax a little bit, get the endorphin rush, and then hit the hay. You know, you relax your body, take a nap. Now it's just like, fuck, I haven't jerked off in weeks. I should probably do that so I stop biting my nails and walking around the house aimlessly fucking thinking of shit to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's things you have to take care of now. They're no, they've gone from pleasure to necessity, you know? Food, water, coming. That's the other thing about getting old. Like, I still have orgasms. I just don't come. Guys, do you have that problem? Like if you don't if you don't hydrate enough during the day or eat enough protein? I started getting worried at first and then I had to Google it and look it up and it's like, no, it's pretty common. Stress will do that to you too. But uh I don't know. That's the shit about getting old that just sucks. Everything you have to plan ahead for everything. Fucking you go to the market? Alright, are you in the right mental state to handle general population and public right now? Usually not, so I gotta smoke a bowl. That's the other thing about weed at this age, too. I used to enjoy getting stoned. Like, I actually used to get stoned. I would smoke weed and go like, wow, I'm kind of feel good. I'm fucked up. This is nice. And it would be nice to get those little head rushes and laps of judgment. You're like, oh, 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 I'm stoned. Now those things are fucking frightening. I don't get stoned. I haven't been stoned in fucking years. I smoke every day a couple times a day. But that's to maintain. That's sanity, you know? If I'm walking through the living room, here's, here's me when I have weed and when I don't. Normal morning, wake up early. I don't have weed. I'm instantly panicked. I'm walking around the house. Get some coffee. I have coffee and then I feel like I'm going to puke. My anxiety goes through the roof. I'm just walking around aimlessly and I'll get pissed off and irritated and I can't figure shit out. I'll stub my toe and punch a hole in the fucking drywall. That's me without weed. And I get up in the morning and I have weed. Oh yeah, put the coffee on, smoke a bowl, sit on the toilet for a minute, get up, get some coffee. Walking around the house, all right, I can handle this shit. It's going to be all right today. Sun's out, it's a nice day. All right, sit down and gather your thoughts, figure out what the fuck you got to do for the day and handle it. You know, stub my toe then. I'm like, oh shit, I should be more careful. That's me with weed. I'm, I'm a different person. It's, it's not about getting high or fucking getting a head change. It's just more like, calm the fuck down and mellow out. <laughs> all these differences. Drinking's the same way. I don't drink to get fucked up. I drink to take the edge off. It's just constant, constant anxiety. What are the kids doing? Are they doing enough? Are they behaving? Are they listening? Are they getting shit done? She's stressed out. Am I stressed out? About what? Finances can't work right now. Everything's just kind of, you know, it's constant. Oh, I drove all day in LA traffic for four hours, starting to fucking freak out. My mind's crumbling. I'm getting pissed off at stuff. I, I put songs on the radio and they make me cry. I'm a fucking manic. Like, you know what I mean? I hit those real deep valleys and then I get those manias, those peaks. Not not extreme. I'm lowercase bipolar. I'm not like in the extreme where I act on those impulses. I just feel them and they're genuine. I, I get weepy and cry over songs I hear that remind me of other shit in my life or people that are no longer here or, you know... All kinds of bullshit. Or, and then other times I get up on something and go, oh my God, it's a great idea. I could, why didn't I think of this earlier? And I get all excited and I start spitting it out. And then I calm down and realize like, man, calm the fuck down, dude. That ain't going to work. <laughs> the reality sets in. I don't know. I bet, I bet a lot of people do that same shit. It's not just me. Oh, you, you know, people will say you got a, a disorder, you ADD or you, 
you got fucking butt and it's like no i just i mean look at the world around us how do you not think constantly and freak the fuck out social media is a fucking cancer i hate social media and granted i'm on it all the time right like the rest of you we can say all the shit we want about it but like even our complaints about social media are where on social media I mean, that's obvious. It's not, this again isn't anything profound or something no one knows. I mean, everyone knows this shit, but yet we continue to do it. It's like we're, it's, a, we're addicted. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. You're fucking addicted to it. People say all this shit about it, like myself included. I'll to fuck this thing. I use it for, to promote comedy, but then I go on there and I make a comment on someone's post and that starts an argument or a debate that I didn't want to get into in the fucking first place with some clown I don't even fucking know. And they're shooting shit off at you and talking ahead and it's just, it's negative and shitty and you get, people are posting conspiracy theories and trying to send you messages about po politics and you're like, motherfucker, I don't care. Send those DMs to yourself. You're the fucking idiot that needs to figure it out, not me. I'm good. Like, you know, people are just crazy. They want to, they want to, they go on social media and they feel that they have some knowledge you don't and they're just going to shower you with their knowledge and enlighten you on everything that you don't know about because you're an idiot and you're a sheep. It's fucking crazy. And those people, every time they have some big theory, watch, watch, couple months, it never pans out. There's no finale. That's the problem with conspiracy theorists, dude. Their shit never pans out. Right now, they're loving this because they just got a whirlwind of shit to talk about. First world order. It's going to be like Star Wars or all the powers that be take over and shit. And they're going to control us with 5G and it's going to give us cancer. And that shit is scary. Fuck that shit. That 5G shit. But on the other hand, it's like, hey, calm the fuck down, man. You got to look at all the positive and the bright things and what people have done. It's, it's just we're in a new age. Calm down. People like to spread shit on social media and freak people out. And I mean, put it this way, guys. People post videos, right, that they see on YouTube or someone made or it's through a, a, an alternate news source. And they're like, look at this. And everyone tunes in. And it's some blown out of proportion over the top conspiracy fucking theory about if you don't know about this, you need to be careful. Watch this video. And you watch it, and it's some fucking theory that's loosely sewn together and followed blindly by people that don't have much idea about it. And they're, oh, I've seen this in a movie once. Or, oh, I've been listening to so-and-so's podcast, and now I'm hooked. I know, I know, this is real, man. The government's out to get... They're going to put computer chips in our brain and all this shit, and they're doing it by phones. And, and it's just, it's too much. It's just like, if you watch those videos... You're not going to gain anything from it. None of that shit, like I said, is going to come to fruition. They keep saying it's going to, and yet it never has. It's just the, the nonstop bullshit factory that keeps spitting out garbage. And you get hooked, right? Because it's interesting. It's, oh, what, what, what is there or something? And you start Googling. The next thing you know, you've gone down a rabbit hole, wasted time. And if you have a brain and any sense of anything, you kind of calm down and you think, really think about it with critical thinking skills. And you're like, possibly, but get the fuck out of here. Like, there's no way, you know, there's always these conspiracies about people know they're just not saying anything. Bullshit. No one on this earth can keep their fucking mouth shut. If we know one thing, we know that. People cannot keep quiet about fucking anything. So the idea of crisis actors, fake shit, there's things people know that they're not telling us. Bullshit. Someone would crack. I guarantee it to make a million bucks off of it. Whistleblow. It happens all the time. Um, anyway. 
yeah, you're never going to watch one of those videos and come away with it. And then when the apocalypse hits, you're going to be like, oh my God, I survived the apocalypse because I watched that fucking jerk offs video on fucking Facebook or Instagram warning me about this two years ago. And I made a mental note in my head and I was prepared. Never going to happen. You know, bad shit's going to happen. Of course it is. It's always been going on and on, you know, this pandemic's crazy. But uh, anyway, yeah, so don't buy the hype, man. Draw your own conclusions. Use your own fucking brain. Use your experience in life and dealing with people of all walks of life to, to make judgment calls. I mean, it's that's a pretty safe bet unless you're fucking delusional. So anyway, do that. I need a drink. That was a babble about social media. I use social media. I'm guilty of all the shit I just said. I'm no one. We all are, right? We all post shit or we see something. And we, we, the thing with social media is it's people making like long-term decisions based on their emotional, short-term emotions. You know what I mean? Short-term emotional reactions and then putting it out there for the long-term. Like, no, this is how I feel. This is me. This is what I'm about. I'm not stupid like you people. And then months pass and nothing happens and they kind of go away and no one brings it up again. And they're just fucking people start just paying attention less and less. You don't need that shit. Let's have a drink. Those seven and sevens, man. Easy going down. They light you up pretty good in a loose kind of fun way. They don't clog you up like beer. Every time I drink beer, I feel like I ate like a 14-pound fucking burrito. Like I just can't move after I have a couple beers. I feel great, but I'm like, Jesus Christ. Time for a coma. Huh. What you looking at, man? We're going to go see some people of mine. And they don't like strange dudes. They don't fuck around. Think your friend best stay here. That was the second movie quote of the night. Alright? That was the second one. You just heard it right there. Hopefully it did the little chime thing ringing. So you kind of were, oh shit, here comes another movie quote. Gives a fuck. This is experimental. That was the other movie quote. You just heard it. Tell me what movie it's from. And, uh... Yeah, send it in with your DM with the first movie quote I dropped. Hey, uh, I want to know if a lot of you grew up, I'm sure a lot of you did, a lot of you grew up with siblings, right? Brothers, sisters, some of you grew up with cousins and stuff that lived in the same house, stuff like that. Grandparents, whatever, but I'm talking siblings, like brothers, sisters, cousins, whatever. However you grew up together, right? Um, I had some crazy fucking stories, right? Amongst brothers and sisters and friends and friends, brothers and sisters, right? All growing up, we knew crazy fucks. We did crazy shit that you didn't ever want to share with other people till you got older and realized that everyone does crazy shit in their house growing up. So I was the youngest of three brothers, right? There was me. I had a middle brother, Josh, and my oldest brother, Christian. And uh, me and my oldest brother... The oldest guy, Christian, were seven years apart. Me and Josh, he was in the middle. We were three years apart. So, growing up, I got fucked with a lot. I had older brothers. They had friends who'd come over. They would fuck with me. You know, it was fun to fuck with the little guy and, you know, throw your shit around and tease him and fuck with him. Like, it was all in good fun and there was no hard feelings. But at the time, you know, when you're the youngest guy getting fucked with, you just tend to lose your shit a little more. And uh, I was... Uh, 
I don't know what it came from because I'm really mellow now, but like when I was age maybe five or six to about 10, 11, I was a fucking spaz. Like I would just go fly off the handles about all kinds of shit with my friends and brothers and just get fucking violent and angry. And like, um, (laughs) I was a psycho as a kid. I mellowed out. I mean, I have lots of ideas where it came from, but, uh, moving along, So I was the young psycho little brother, right? But that's why my brother's friends liked to fuck with me. Because I could tell they were like, let's fuck with them. Let's see how riled up we can get this little fucker. And they would. I didn't know what they It was everything from sitting on top of me and pinning my arms down and hanging big old loogies of spit down into your face. And then they'd suck them back up right when they're about to hit you, right? You guys have older brothers or sisters that do that shit. Do they pin you down and hold your arms down? You're sitting there going, no, get off of me. And they just hang a big old loogie right down in front of your nose or your eyes. And then suck it back up. And you just be like wailing, going, no, freaking out. Want to just pound them. And then they would, and then they, and then after that fucked up shit, they'd see how pissed you get. And then they'd hold you there until you, and tell you, I'm not letting go until you calm down. Oh, really? Asshole. You're the one who started this fire. I'm going to burn the house down now. That's how I always felt. So I would play cool, right? And then I would just fucking lose it on him. I remember one time for, I don't know if there was a reason. My brother will remember this. I went, he was like doing homework in high school. And I thought it would be a cool idea to take a 7-Up can we had at the house and take a piss into it and then go and give it to him. Like some really nice young brother that's just, oh, here, I thought you might want a refreshing drink. My idea is at his age, why did he think that I would have done that? Like, you know, really, right? Like, he took the bait. I was like, he's, fuck, he's going for it. And he's, oh, thanks, man. And he took a big old swig of it, and it was piss. And I remember him specifically spitting that shit out, looking at me, what the fuck, and chased me down the stairs. Oh, my mom went nuts on me, dude. I got fucking smacked with the wooden spoon or the rubber spatula, grounded for, like, fucking a couple days. Oh, my brother was pissed, but um, that was the shithead things you did to your older brothers who used to fuck with you. Um, so anyway, I remember this one time I got home from school and I think I had to take a shit really bad. And I was like maybe eight years old, seven or eight. So my older brother was probably like 14, 15. And my other brother was like 10, 11, right? Get home after school. My mom worked. She was a public school teacher. So she was taught out in Camarillo, which is 20, 25 minute drive away to her school. So we were at home after school by ourselves, right? My older brother's supposed to be in charge. They fucking think it's funny. Again, let's see how riled up we can get him. I say I got to take a shit. They locked me out of the of the house. And, and we had this front door. It was the front door to our house, the main entry door, all these French panes, right? There was like, I think nine little, uh, 10 inch by 10 inch, 10 inch by six inch French panes on it. It was a French door and they're sitting on the other side of it, laughing, pointing at me, giggling, look at his face. Look how pissed he's getting. And I'm getting red and starting to cry. Come on. I gotta go to the bathroom. Fucking let me in. And they had the door locked and they thought it was all cute. And oh, open the fucking door. I remember saying that and they just laughed. They thought it was hysterical. I remember seeing the roof of my brother's mouth as he was cackling super loud, laughing at me through through the fucking glass, pointing at me. They thought it was hysterical and I just snapped. I lost my shit. And I remember I just said, fuck it. And I'd seen it in like horror movies and shit. And I just wound up and I fucking slugged a hole through the fucking first pane of glass. Bam! And just busted it. 
And I remember both of my brother's faces stopped laughing and instantly got scared and looked at me. And I remember both of them looking at each other and going, oh, shit. And they started running. And I remember going, I'm going to fucking kill you. And I pushed my hand through the broken glass that I just punched through and then started unlocking the door like fucking Michael Myers to come in and unlatching the latch on the door. And they fucking booked it. They took off. They didn't even care how I was. They just went, oh, shit. And they ran through the house and I got in. They're like, no, 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 no. And I, my one brother, Josh, peeled off down one hallway and Christian ran up the fucking staircase. And I remember I stopped real quick and I grabbed, my mom had like a little sewing hutch where she kept her yarn or scissors. And I fucking stopped real quick, like slammed the brakes on like, wait, went back, opened the drawer, grabbed her fucking sewing scissors, which I knew were big and gnarly and sharp and fucking medieval. And I fucking ran after my brother. And that's when the fear set. And he saw me. He's all, don't dude. So fuck off, man. And he was bolting up the staircase away from me. And I was at the bottom of the stairs. And like a fucking, like a fucking Indian warrior or something. It's like, oh, fuck you. And I chucked him, dude, like a tomahawk. And it was just all perfectly through the air up the stairs. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Like fucking on the money. Thunk, stuck in the side of his calf. I want to say it was his thigh, but I'm pretty sure it was his calf. Big old, like eight inch pair of metal heavy sewing scissors sharp as could be thunk right in his fucking leg like dangling like it was like a you know those door stops that were like you'd flicker as a kid they'd be like they'd vibrate i swear it was like a cartoon the scissors stuck in his leg and they were like and he was just going fuck and i at that point i got scared and i was like oh shit and i just took off and i don't even remember what happened after that Mom got home shortly after. We had to sit down and have a family talk and meeting and talk about how this is not safe or good and how they shouldn't torment me and I need to not be so crazy and she's working. Oh, it was the fucking biggest thing and we're just, but I don't even remember the end of it, but our house always had like apples busted, sprayed all over the wall from fucking getting mad and chucking them at each other during the day and like... My poor mom, dude, it was a fucking, she went to work and then we were just at home destroying the house and shit every day. But I'm sure lots of you did that. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, I wanted to tell that story of how psycho I was as a kid and what I did to my brother when they were teasing me. Um, That's one of many stories, but um, I think I'd maybe given myself a a bowl cut and they they thought it was real funny to be like, like, Jake's got a bowl cut, tut, tut, or that's what they would say, and I'd just get red and veins coming out of my head, and I'd just be like, motherfucker, you know, but anyway, um, I think we're just about ready for that last movie quote. You said you wouldn't eat any more red meat. Who cares? I eat what I want. The shit you make around here, I gotta pray after I eat. Am I such a bad guy? Why are you crying, huh? Did I ever ask you to fuck any of my friends, huh? Besides, if it weren't for me, you'd still be slinging hash in that shithouse and fucking your boss. And that's the last movie quote I'm doing for the night. Tell me what movie that's from. That one's maybe paraphrased a pinch, but it's pretty spot on. So if you know where that's from, I gave you one in the beginning, one in the middle... And one right now at the end. Tell me what three movies those quotes are from. Send it to me tomorrow by 3 p.m. on Facebook or Instagram. Direct message me. I'll go through them. If you got at least two out of three, 
right? You qualify and I'll throw your name in a fucking dirty old Dodger hat and then I'll draw it out of there after I've had a couple bong rips and some drinks tomorrow around three. And then I'll have another podcast tomorrow evening and I'll announce the winner of the pizzas and I'll direct message you back and you can come pick that shit up Monday night and you'll be stoked. I'm serious. I'm not fucking around. They're not bad pizzas. They're pretty fucking good. I stole some recipes from some pizza joint I worked at years ago and they hold up good. I make the sauce, the dough from scratch, like I said earlier, everything. Pizza stone it, they're glorious. I got pizza boxes, I'll run it out to you in gloves, so you won't get any of my uh, fucking pollutants or disease, and uh, we'll be good. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm going to get the fuck out of here now and go see what's for dinner. All right, have a good one, be safe, hang your head high. Does that make sense? Hang your head high? Keep Hold your head high. I don't know. I've fucking had too many seven and sevens. Thanks for tuning in. Until we uh, meet again tomorrow. See you then. Have a good one.